hello, hello, and welcome to my podcast. Natasha here. We are reversing trauma with a lot of fun on this podcast by gently confronting your ego so you can find within this space a safe environment to question, to ponder, and to learn, and also to show up as your worst self and still deserve love. Hello, hello, wonderful podcast listeners. Oh my God, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, In this episode, I want to go over why I'm such a fucking word Nazi slash bitch slash Karen figure (laughs) when it comes to this whole personal development, um, like best version of myself and how can I be better and the use of the words best and better in any kind of reference to self, self self-development, self-improvement, self, all of that, like self-stuff using the words better and best. But before I do that, I just want to kind of highlight that today, oh my God, I just finished filming. Um, There's a little bit of filming left to do tomorrow, but most of the filming has been done for my very first documentary. So I actually won a contest. The contest was uh, The Doc Tank, it's called, by a guy named Lefty that's uh, that's pretty freaking amazing. Anyway, I can give you guys more information about that upon request, but basically he has a uh, contest that he does all the time for people to be able to get a free documentary called The Documentary in a Day. So if you guys want to be able to be in that contest, uh, you just let me know. And so yeah, so finished filming that today, which was super exciting, super fun. He's super good. I rented this really beautiful, colorful yellow Airbnb just to be able to, uh, yeah, to have like a background that kind of represents me and looks a little bit like me. Um, and it does. It's amazing. I'm super, super happy. So coming back into what I was saying now that I've done my little bit of advertising for my documentary and Lefty. <laughs> okay. Uh, why am I wanting to talk about this today? So actually there was one of my beautiful friends, uh, people in my network. Her name is Mary. She is a closer. She actually works, um, in a position as a business plan advisor in the same company as I do, which is legendary marketer. So we are actually colleagues technically. Yes. One of my beautiful colleagues that I also think is such a wonderful person. She posted, on social media and she said, oh, what question that I ask myself every week that's really been helping me is how can I be better this week? And she's like, you know, continuing to improve. I don't remember exactly what post is, but you know, something really beautiful and motivational and, you know, and there was a whole bunch of comments of people being like what she referred to as quote unquote echo chamber. And I love that. Um, of like, yeah, that's the shit. And so it was, it's so beautiful. Like I love that my Facebook is just full of like just such amazing kind of like people and things and reactions. Um, and although despite that I chimed in and was like, well, I just want to kind of, you know, bring to everyone's awareness that y'all fucking bitches for saying I'm making my better self, my best self. I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. Um, (laughs) that's how I felt. (laughs) Um, no. So the thing is, is that when it comes to 
referring to oneself as better or best, right? This kind of like this striving. It is definitely a way to prompt the brain and, you know, to send this question to yourself, your subconscious mind. And it definitely can bring benefit. I'm not saying that it doesn't work. However, I think that there is a more efficient way to ask oneself questions in order for the mind to then bring up actions, behaviors, answers, etc., that are going to bring forward a, a positive evolution in oneself. Now, why do I feel like better and best are not the most efficient way? And I would even go as far as to saying toxic. It can be toxic to be looking for the best version of myself or the better version of myself, okay? And why is that? Well, I base all of my, you know, uh, observations and all of my uh, beliefs and all of my kind of like the way that I act and, and the, my consciousness, I base it off of the theory of non-duality. So if you don't know what non-duality is, uh, I've got a podcast episode about that. Go scroll down in the episodes and see which uh, – there's one – I don't know which one it is. Like I don't know what number it is, but there's one about non-duality. But just to kind of like really give a quick little review on what non-duality is, it's basically a philosophical uh, belief and really, really, really it coincides with quantum physics and metaphysics. And it does also um, really align with a lot of like Eastern philosophies. So basically non-duality is um, there is no difference between you as an individual, as a person. There's no real separation between you and what is outside of you. So there, there is no real difference between you and outside of you. It is all one thing. It is, it is all connected. There is no duality. Now, duality also would be good and bad, you know? Duality would also be, you know, lightness and darkness, right? So non-duality is kind of like, you know, have you ever seen the yin-yang where you've got like the black side and then the white side, but then there's always like this one white dot on the black side and the black dot on the white side? Well, that's kind of non-dual in a way where it's like it doesn't matter how much lightness there is or how much darkness there is, there's always going to be some light in the darkness. There's always going to be darkness when the light, like one thing does not exist without another. And the interesting thing about having a non-dual philosophy is that we live in a dual world. Ha ha. So we do live in a dual world where there is physically, there is very real physical difference between me and the outside world, right? The outside world, I don't have sensations about the outside world, right? <laughs> I don't feel, you know, if someone is going to put a knife to a chair and open up the chair and empty the chair of its, of its inside fluffness, I don't really suffer from that. But if someone does that to my body, I would suffer, right? So I'm going <laughs> to go back and listen to the non-duality episode. But I'm not trying to go, you know, way too woo-woo here. But the, the philosophy of non-duality really where it concerns us in this particular aspect of life, what I'm, what I'm trying to bring forward here is mostly about understanding that there's no good and there's no bad. Everything is neutral at its essence. And this can be really, really difficult for, you know, us to accept. Um, and it may or may not be true. Hey, I'm not sitting here saying I got like fucking like truth infused up my ass or anything like that. Like, no, I get it. This is something that I have personally taken from, you know, like I said, a lot of Eastern philosophies, you know, Buddhism, like you can say Hinduism, you know what I mean? Vedic science, uh, you know, like a lot of these like spiritual things, etc. Hey, might also not be true. So you can, you know... You can come to your own conclusion. 
personally, um, the only beliefs that I hold 100% is to never hold any belief 100%. <laughs> so there's a difference between saying something is good and bad and something that's saying that the cause and effect of a certain phenomenon may bring forth suffering and pain versus joy and ease. And you see how that's a different thing. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying suffering and pain versus, you know, joy and ease, right? So it's, it's, it's really important to come in and to understand that joy and ease are not always, you know, contributors to what we may want to see happen, right? So pain and, and suffering actually have their value in this world, right? In our life experiences as humans, there is value in pain, right? And, and, and even just to say it on like a very logistics level, if, if I have a, a burn or a cut or something like that, you know, I want my body to send me signals of pain telling me, Hey, get your hand off the burner, right? You know what I mean? Move your hand or move your foot from, you know, from so close to this thing. It's hot. It will burn your skin, right? Pain is something that can be beneficial. And we do have a tendency as humans to really do, you know, like black and white, like, oh, pain is bad and, you know, pleasure is good. But no, that's not, that's not, that's not true. You know what I mean? It's not an actual inherent truth that is applicable to every single context. If a truth is not applicable, to every single context. It is therefore not a truth. It is a contextual fact, right? Which, which does not make it a truth. So we cannot truthfully say that all things like pleasurable and joyful and with ease are good, right? And we cannot say that all things pain and suffering and darkness are bad. That would be, it would philosophically from a very, even like from a stoic level, you know, from a philosophical point of view, it is not, it is not accurate to say that there is good or there is bad, right? And so what's my point with that? Well, good uh, in the English language isn't gooder, <laughs> it's better, right? And it's not goodest, it's best. So every time that you're saying better or best, you're saying more good or the most good, right? So you're in a dualistic perspective. Now, where can that be detrimental? Why would it matter to be in this dualistic perspective? Well, first of all, is your intention slash objective in life to have a higher level of consciousness and to develop yourself as a spiritual being? If yes, then you probably want to get your ass out of dual perspective. If not, if you couldn't give two shits about that, there's another reason, but I'm going to develop more on the spiritual one. So being able to embody, so to say, or being able to really come into the level of consciousness of non-duality is, is something that, you know, is kind of crucial for us if we want to reach, you know, enlightenment, if we really want to be able to develop compassion as well. So to always be asking yourself, you know, oh, like, uh, how can I be better today? You're just keeping yourself, you're perpetuating the actual ignorance, I would go as far to say, of duality when in its essence, duality does not, you know, actually exist. It exists, but you don't need to be in that wavelength, right? You can be in a higher consciousness of non-duality. And from a more logistics, uh, not logistics, but like more like, um, like, not spiritual, not woo-woo <laughs> point of view, um, the, the using of the word better and best 
when will you ever be best? When will you ever be better? It's confusing for the brain. It's confusing. That's why I say efficiency. The efficiency of asking better and best, it's not as efficient of asking something very precise. Like, how can I show up this week with more compassion? How can I be more productive this week? Right? And it doesn't have to always be like uh, compassionate empathy. No, it can be like this, like productive. Like, how can I serve my clients, members, business this week to be able to make more money? Like literally, like that question, if you ask yourself that question over and over and over again, from a from a subconscious mind point view, you're going to to get a, a more precise and a more direct answer from what you're actually looking to do, right? So if I want to be, you know, if I want to, you know, develop more patience this week, right? How can I be more patient this week? How can I develop my patience? And so you see how you're going to be able to work on more precise levels of what's actually going to benefit you. What qualities are you actually looking to work on? So you see how the work is so much deeper when you get out of like, good and bad, right? How, how can I be better this week, right? Not saying it's a bad thing either and ask that. I guess the way I said it was kind of condescending. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a bitch. No. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really about coming in and being like, okay, well this week, what is it? What are the, what are the, what is the actual manifestation? What is the actual reality that I want to create this week, right? That I want to be a part of, right? What reality do I want to, do I want to exist in? Well, I want to exist in the reality that by the end of this week, I am, you know, $3,000 more money in my bank account than I am right now. Okay. So how can I create, how can I manifest? How can I draw in? How can I attract? How can I have $3,000 at the end of this week, right? That's that, you know what I mean? It's, it's very like, you know, and and your brain's going to start working, right? Your brain is going to start working and, and you're going to, you know, start having ideas that are about that specific thing. Now, if you have absolutely no specific goals, no specific objects, objectives, no specific, what you want your reality to look like, I would strongly recommend doing work on that. And how can I be better? Again, it is not a bad thing, but it's going to bring you a very generalized perception. And you may also be working when you say, how can I be better this week? Better to whose standards? Is your mind going to actually deliver to you how you can be better according to your standards or according to the standards of which you have been programmed by your society, your environment, your family? right? When you say better, it's actually a little bit confusing for your mind. Well, better compared to what? Compared to last week, but on what level? Like, do you want to eat better? Do you want to be better in your business? Do you want to be better in your relationships, right? Do you want to be better in that instrument you're trying to learn, right? You know what I mean? What is a better person? A better person compared to what? You know what I mean? Oh, I'm I'm my best version of myself. Well, what is the best version of yourself? Well, the best version of myself is is someone that shows up authentically. Okay, well then ask yourself the question, how can I show up more authentically? Just just cut to the fucking chase, man. Just don't don't get your brain to do loop-de-loops and 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 roller coasters and run around the park. Just cut to the chase. Where is it that you will benefit the most from developing yourself and ask your brain that. So that's when I say it when I say about efficiency. Now, 
toxicity. I did mention that. How can it be toxic? Well, the thing is, is that the word better, if you're always asking yourself like better, 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 and it's okay to to always want to be better, but at the same time, it, that energy can be a little bit to- toxic. Like when are you going to give yourself room to to appreciate. You know what I mean? It can be. I'm not saying that it's necessarily, but because we do live in an environment and in a society, most of us, when I say we, I mean like most of us that are, you know, in the business world that are from, you know, like occidental cultures or from big cities, you know what I mean? Like it's a very masculine energy and it's very much that, you know, our self-worth and our worthiness of love and our worthiness of, you know, beautiful things and our worthiness of, of, of being, you know, worthy and deserving oftentimes comes from our performance. And so if we're always looking to be that best version of ourselves and, you know, how can I be better? And it's not a bad thing. Again, obviously, because bad doesn't exist. <laughs> okay, so it's not necessarily a detrimental or toxic thing. However, it can very easily be so when it's not balanced with a healthy feminine energy. So it can very easily be a toxic masculine energy to always be asking yourself, how can I be better? How can I be better? How can I be better? Because in a way, asking yourself, how can I be better? Is an indirect way of saying, I'm not good enough right now. It's kind of, it's kind of rude, isn't it? It's kind of mean. Indirectly, you're telling yourself, Every single time, I'm not good enough right now. How can I be better? By default, if you want to be better, it's because right now you're not good enough. And that's kind of a message that you keep on sending yourself, oh, I'm not enough. And that's, that's really hard. That's, that little inner child, damn, that's, it's heavy. It can be heavy. And when it's not paired with, an unconditional self-love, asking oneself, how can I be better? How can I be the best version of myself? Implying that you're not good enough right now can be really, really taxing. And it can bring for unhealthy patterns of not, you know, not promoting self-care, of, you know, being like over, overexerting in work and you know what I mean? And not, you know, not really having a holistic success, right? Not having like a a holistic kind of, of, you know, not having like a holistic, yeah, like a, like in all levels, right? You might be very successful in business, but then you might be depressed and you might not have any relationships. Sure. You've made a lot of money. You're, you're really fulfilled in your professional level, but you know, you, your health is like, you're, you're fucking stressed out the window. You know what I mean? for example. So yeah, that is, that's my spiel on why I believe that using the words better and best when implying, when, um, when, when speaking of oneself is not beneficial. And I don't, I don't suggest that people that are looking to, to come into a higher level of consciousness that are looking to reach inner peace that are hoping to to have you know joy and and ease in their lives and to and to have you know like a light energy of you know just like just like people that people that want to chill people that be chilling i don't suggest you ask that so 
what would I say instead, right? Aha, you know, <laughs> obviously there is an alternative and that's the whole point. The whole point is not taking away the benefit of what, what, how can I be better this week? Or what is my best version of myself, right? It's more about coming in, like I said earlier, when talking about efficiency, being more precise, right? And one of my favorite ways to replace this is simply removing the word better and putting more aligned, right? And then that would indirectly imply that right now you're not as aligned as you could be. And at one point, you can't be more aligned than you already are, right? If I'm saying to myself, you know what I mean? Like there, 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 comes, there comes a cap, right? And that's, and that's actually healthy for us because then we're going to have that dopamine release. We're going to feel like we've achieved something versus better. There's no cap to better, right? So, so, you know, how can I be more healthy this week? Well, I can eat more vegetables, right? And then how can I be more aligned this week with being more healthy with eating more vegetables? I'm going to go and eat vegetable and then I eat the vegetable and there it is. There it is. I can't be, I can't be more aligned than that. That's it. That is, that is the most aligned I can be. The most aligned I can be is eating that vegetable. And, and there you are. You've reached it. You've, 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 you've capped it. It is. And then you can just rejoice. Be like, oh my God, that's awesome. And celebrate, right? How can I be better this week? How can I eat better this week? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's you know, okay, well, then I'll eat more vegetables and I'll drink more water and that. And then it's like, okay, I'm, I'm being better. But how can I be better than this? And then it just never stops, right? It, it can't, I'm not saying that's necessarily what happens to everyone. You know what I mean? We're just, it's, it's black. It's not black and white. There's a gray zone. But asking how can I be more aligned, right? How can I be more conscious of my food this week, right? How can, how can I be more aligned with my future self? Ooh, manifestation time. Can bring in some like Buddhist Tantra shit over here. Um, fun fact in, in uh, Tantric Buddhism, they actually believe that if you want to reach enlightenment within, the, within this lifetime, because normally it takes eons and eons and lifetimes and lifetimes to be able to reach enlightenment, according to um, Tibetan Buddhist beliefs, the, uh, from the Mahayana tradition where I studied. Um, so therefore, all my references have to do with uh, Tibetan Buddhist Mahayana. Um, just like disclaimer. <laughs> so these Buddhists, um, you know, um, I learned that, you know, they, they say it takes eons and eons, you know, to be able to be enlightened. However, Tibetan, uh, not Tibetan, sorry, uh, Tantric Buddhism, it will say, well, no, because if you can learn to channel the energy of your future enlightened self, then you can get reach enlightenment in this life which is really, really interesting because I didn't get, I didn't start off with Buddhism. I started off with law of attraction, hashtag the secret, right? Didn't we all go through that until we realized that there had to be something a little bit more because there's some information that's missing here. It's not working yet. I am not a millionaire yet with a six pack and like a super beautiful like partner. Like what is going on the secret? Come on. So there's obviously something else here. And, um, yeah, there's, 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 there's a lot more to it, you know, uh, not to not to undermine the quality and the value of this book, but there there is a very metaphysical aspect of manifestation that is often described, and that is you know 
fake it till you make it, you know, channeling your future self, na, na, na. And it's really funny that how on an energetic level, that's what tantric Buddhists do to be able to reach enlightenment. And apparently, well, it's worked according to them. So if not, they wouldn't do it, right? Um, so again, being able to ask yourself, how can I be better? It's again, confusing, but better to whose standards? Are you really tapping into your true self? You know, is, are you really going to end up getting the results that you want of being satisfied and, you know, being, you know, with your true and authentic desires? Or might you be better according to someone else's standards? So when you ask yourself the powerful question of how can I be more aligned? How can I be more aligned with my, with my, with the, with my future? How can I be more aligned with my desired future, right? How can I be more aligned with my vision board that I got over there? right? How can I be more aligned with the version of myself that's making 10K a month consistently? How can I be more aligned with the version of myself that is in a beautiful, loving relationship? How can I be more aligned with the version of myself that is fit and healthy? How can I be more aligned with the version of myself that is impacting the world on, a, on an ethical, compassionate, and, and empathetic level, right? How can I be more aligned with the version of myself that spreads joy and love and positive energy everywhere I go? How can I be more aligned with the version of myself that shows up in the image of, you know, and then insert whatever spiritual in the image of Jesus, in the image of Shiva, in the image of Lakshmi, in the image of blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Insert Allah or whatever, like Muhammad or whatever prophet person, messenger, spiritual energy that you want to be able to embody on this planet earth, right? How can I be more aligned with like JLo? You know what I'm saying? Like whoever you want, right? Do you see how powerful that question is versus how can I be better this week? So not to, again, undermine, it's so much, so much better, ha ha ha, no pun intended, wink, wink, so much better to be asking yourself, how can I be better this week than to not be asking yourself anything at all? Let's make that super clear, okay? Doing any kind of personal development, unless really brought to the extreme toxic masculine, is obviously going to be so much more it, like beneficial to everyone, every community, every society, every human being, for any human being to be developing themselves than for them not to be doing it, Right? My goal here with sharing this is to be able to help evolve and make this development faster, more efficient, more profound, and for whoever is practicing this to be able to have more joy, more love, more ease in their life way more faster. And so if you know someone that's like, oh, I want to be better that's, that's great. You know what I mean? I wouldn't like, psh, you want to be better. <laughs> like, it's not about looking down on any strategy or technique or, you know what I mean? It's about, it's about now that you know this information, maybe you didn't know this information. I didn't know this information until someone fucking told me, right? Until I like went off into like the world of like India and spiritual shit and all of this. And then I realized this and I hired a coach and and that she explained all of this from an NLP level. Like I didn't, I didn't know all of this until someone told me. So now my objective here, my goal here for you is for you to be able to look at this. And now that you know, and you're like, oh, well now I can choose. Do I want to choose to continue using a language of duality? Do I, do, do I like using the word better or best? Do I enjoy that? 
or do I want to step into something that's a little bit more non-dual and something that may maybe more precise that, you know, that, that might be a language that's, that's, that's more beneficial for me to develop myself as like a holistic being, or do I like being, do I like keep on asking myself, how can I be better? Right. Maybe I want to do both. Maybe, maybe you want to do both. Right. The goal here is not to say, oh, okay, well, you know, this method that I'm telling you about in this podcast, yeah, it's like, it's the shit and whatever you're saying is stupid. No, that's not, that's not the goal here at all. So if ever you do listen to this and you're like, whatever, bitch is crazy. I'm going to keep on saying better. That is awesome. Just, yeah, totally do it. Now you're able to make that conscious decision. And if anything, maybe hearing this podcast has reinforced your desire to keep on using the word better and best in your life. For me personally, for what I want to adopt, for the energy that I want in my life, I've removed the words good and bad and better and best and worse for most part, especially when referring to myself. Obviously, I've said it at least two or three times in this podcast, better or best or something like that. I can't remember exactly what I said. Like you you heard me say it, right? And I hear myself saying and I'll, and I'll try to switch it around as much as possible because I want to get personally, I want to get my brain and my mind and my body and everything out of duality personally because non-duality is cool. Like if like you haven't ever experienced any kind of like non-dual kind of like astral kind of like thing, it's, it's, it's really, it's really beautiful. Um, have I ever experienced that kind of stuff? Yeah, I think I have in meditation. I think I have through DMT. I think I have through, through yeah, sometimes just through thought, through conceptualization and, and, and how those concepts, even as a conceptual thing. Yeah, I think I have. And it's something that's brought so much <sighs> relief and love and just high, just just high vibe kind of feelings to me. So um, different experience, different realities and different results I'm seeing in my life as well. So personally, I I personally choose to um, to not use the words better, good, worse, best, especially not re- referring to the versions of myself because I choose to love myself unconditionally no matter what and I am enough no matter what. And it's a uh, it's a philosophy that has contributed enormously to me and many people. So that's being said, thank you so much. This is the best podcast episode. No, I'm just kidding. I want to <laughs> okay, okay, suck. All right, grandfather jokes over here. Anyway, this has been a beautiful episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am terribly, 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 terribly sorry for taking so long for getting back onto the podcast. It's been quite a while, um, but I'm loving these episodes now, uh, doing it again. And I'd love to hear from you. Please, please, please tell me how was this? Was it, was it fun? Was it not? Did you like learning about this? Like send me, send me, you know, just like a, Hey, Hey, I'm actually listening. So I don't know if people listen to this or not. I feel like I, I've got listeners I can see on my stats, but I don't ever know who's listening and what you're thinking about it. So I'd love to hear from you. And do let me know if ever you want some information about the documentary. All right. Have a really beautiful, loving, aligned day. Ciao, ciao.